Adam here from Next Level Radio. Ben and I had the opportunity to talk with producer Tyler Mitchell. He talked about his new film, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn, with an all-star cast such as Robin Williams, Mila Kunis, and Peter Dinklage, just to name a couple. He also told us a few actors that he's really enjoyed working with through film, along with some that he'd really like to work with. And he also gave us a little bit of insight as to how he really got into production. We definitely want you to make sure you go check out The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. It's going to be in select theaters and video on demand May 23rd. For more interviews and shows from us here at Next Level Radio, you can go to nextlevelradioonline.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash nextlevelradioonline, or follow us on Twitter at nxtlevelradio. You can hear Ben and I recap this interview on the Next Level Showcast, which is live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Next Level Radio. If you're looking for the recap on this particular interview, you can check out the Next Level Showcast from May 25th. Thanks for listening, and make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. This way you're the first to find out and the first to hear when we post a show or an interview. Hello again, everyone. Once again, I am Ben Beck, joined by Adam Gorey, and we are back with another guest spotlight. Uh, opening up this Friday, May 23rd, is a new movie, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. And let me say, this movie has an amazing, amazing cast. Robin Williams, Mila Kunis, Peter Dinklage, uh, Melissa Leo, like I said, just an amazing cast. And tonight we are joined by the producer of the film. Please welcome Mr. Tyler Mitchell. Tyler, welcome to the show and thanks for spending a few minutes with us tonight. Thanks for having me on, guys. So, uh, Now, as I mentioned, uh, uh, the new film, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn, it's going to be in theaters this Friday, uh, May 23rd. Uh, for those people that are listening who really haven't heard anything about the film yet or are unfamiliar with it, tell us a little bit about the tell us a little bit about the film. Uh, the film is about uh, a man named Henry Altman, uh, played by Robin Williams, uh, who is the angriest man in Brooklyn. Um, he's you find out over the course of the movie that he has lost one of his children in an in a accident, uh, tragically, a couple of years uh, prior, and he's become really uh, angry at the world and and has driven those closest to him away, away from him. Uh, and the movie opens up with him going to see his doctor, but his doctor's not there. Um, Dr. Sharon Gill is, who's played by Mila Kunis. And Sharon looks at, uh, at Henry's scan. He's been having these horrible headaches, and she sees that he has a very serious brain aneurysm. And uh, Henry starts freaking out and starts you know, screaming at her, you know, how long has this been there? How long have you guys known? And starts saying, you know, how long do I have to live? How, you know, how long, how long? And starts berating her. And like in a panic, she blurts out, 90 minutes. And at first, he doesn't take it seriously. You know, he, he says, I'm going to get you fired. And he storms out of the hospital in his, in his gown. But, you know, as he's leaving, he thinks, well, like, what if it's true? What if I, if I only have 90 minutes to live? Uh, and the movie then is, is Robin trying to, you know, correct all the, all the wrongs in, in his life in a very short period of time as uh, Mila's character is frantically tra- chasing him around Brooklyn, uh, trying to get him into uh, intensive care. Okay, and and the uh, and it's listed as a comedy and a drama, and it's actually kind of funny because I was thinking, looking at the cast, they've all done both comedies and dramas. I mean, even Robin Williams has done some. Do you think that has helped, kind of the, um, you know, the production with the movie at all? The fact that they have experience doing both. 
Absolutely. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're all incredible actors. Um, and, and the movie uh, definitely does have that, that, that dramedy tone. I mean, there's, there are scenes that we hope, uh, we hope you laugh, you know, we hope you cry. It's, it's, it's both, you know, serious and funny uh, in one of those, you know, slice of life uh, kinds of ways. Um, and all the actors in the film are tremendously versatile, you know, and can go from, you know, angry and yelling in, in, in one scene to, uh, you know, to being hilarious in the next. Right. And, and how long has the movie been in the works? The movie's been in the works for a very long time. It's actually a remake of, uh, of an Israeli film called uh, The 92 Minutes of Mr. Baum. Um, and I think it first started being developed um, almost 12 years ago, uh, long before I was involved. Uh, I got involved in the movie about uh, two and a half years ago. Um, but the, 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 the script has always been, um, you know, very strong and was, was pretty much fully developed by, by the time that I came on board. And uh, I just helped, um, you know, put together the, the, the cast and the, and the production and, and the financing. Okay, great. Uh, we've seen, you know, we've seen Robin Williams play the part where, as you said, like he, he starts off very angry and then he tries to make up for, for lost time or and something, you know, along those lines. We've seen his character play someone who has the negative attributes in the beginning of the movie, but then obviously in, in a comedic way can turn everything around and fix them by the end of the film. We've seen examples of that in like Mrs. Doubtfire and, and Hook and other movies that he's done. And he's obviously he's very great at it being the actor that he is. It, it, it seems that, you know, this role in, in this movie is very similar to that. When the movie was being developed, was he the person that they had in mind for this character when they were putting everything together? He's certainly one of them. I mean, the the, the thing about this role is uh, is the character Henry in the beginning of the film is he's very unlikable. Um, he is a you know a bit of a misanthrope uh, and 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 quite caustic. And and you 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 learn over uh, the course of the movie, you know why he is the way he is. And so in order for that character to be uh, likable, you know, you kind of have to have an actor who has real credit with the audience, you know, and everybody loves Robin Williams. So even when he's, you know, being a complete jerk, you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, um, you know, that, that he has valid reasons or, or that he'll be, he'll be able to redeem himself in the end. Um, but I think that this character is is definitely uh, you know darker and a bit more uh, dramatic uh, than, than some of his, some of his more comedic roles. Um, it definitely um, you know de- deals with you know serious issues of you know of life and death and and family, um, which which a movie like Mrs. Doubtfire does as well. Uh, but it has the the ticking clock element you know to it where he's faced with his own you know mortality, and I think that's something that. Um, that he hasn't played before. Yeah. Does it does it have like a stranger than fiction kind of feel to it? Like that type of, you know, a little dark. Because I mean, that had Will Ferrell in it, but that wasn't necessarily a, a comedy. You know what I mean? If I you know if I could compare it tonally to something, I would say it's it's more of the of a movie like about Schmidt, you know, okay. or okay. or uh, you know some some of those roles that, that Jack Nicholson has has played in the past, like as 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 good as it gets, for instance, where you know he's a He's a he's a tough cookie and and someone that you're uh, that you don't that you don't love right off the bat, but you know as you get to know him, you, you see you know a, a lot of the humor and and comedy uh, in the way that he sees the world. Right now, I mean you've you've worked with you know in previous films actors like Morgan Freeman, Bruce Willis, Jim Carrey, and, and obviously now Robin Williams. So I'm sure 
you know, I know personally for me it would be, but I'm sure it's got to be a little hard at times not to get, you know, at least a little bit starstruck. So what, what do you do to stay professional so that the job, you know, gets done? Because though it's a movie and it's entertainment, it still is a job. For sure. Um, I, I, I've definitely been, you know, starstruck on, on several occasions. Um, and, you know, I just, I look at it as a, as a real honor and, and, and one of the, um, you know, the, the big bonuses to, to working uh, in, in this industry is, is when you have a project that, that does attract, um, you know, amazing talent and people that you've wanted to, to work with, um, you know, for, for your entire career. And, and people like Robin, you know, who, you, who I've looked up to since I was a kid and, you know, since he was on Mork and Mindy, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they, they are all um, incredibly talented, but, you know, but, but regular people and they're, you know, very professional and they're to, there to do, there to do a job. And so, um, you know, you try to keep it just, um, you know, really about the work and if they feel like, you know, loosening up and, you know, and having fun, then, uh, you know, you, you make time for that as well. Now, is there, I know, you know, the, the PC answer is probably no, but is there anyone in particular that you've worked with that you've enjoyed, you know, well and above the others? I mean, well, Josh Hartnett has been a friend of mine for, for a long time. And, and when we made Lucky Number 11, it was actually a, a film that, that he turned down uh, several times. And, and we had to convince him to do, um, and, and finally were successful. Uh, and when when Bruce Willis joined uh, the cast as well, I had one of my first jobs out of college. I was a, a director's assistant on a movie called The Whole Nine Yards, and I got <clears throat> I got to meet Bruce then and, and and work with him a little bit. And then I guess it was you know five or six years later to be producing a movie that, that he was in and getting to work with him. Uh, we had a lot of fun uh, making that movie uh, uh, together. Yeah, I'm, I was gonna I'm, say, I was, I'm a big fan ahead. of Lucky Number Eleven. Actually, I think that's a very underrated movie. I, that's that, that's a that's a movie that's a personal favorite of mine. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, I know when I was was looking at you know who to mention in my last question, I was looking at Lucky Number Eleven, and I I had to try and pick that cast is just it's incredible. I mean, the the number of people in that that film that are household names like i i had to pick like morgan freeman and bruce willis but i mean i could have kept going for probably like 10 other names yeah sir, sir, sir ben kingsley was definitely um you know a thrill to work with as well i mean he he has such weight and he's been in so many classic movies and he's he's such a gentleman and such a pleasure you know having all of them on the set at the same time um uh was pretty amazing and and and, and that that was one of the I would say, you know, the highlights of my, my career, um, you know, to date was just sitting back and kind of watching, you know, a master class in, in acting with, um, you know, with, with several actors at the time, you know, Morgan, Bruce, um, and Sir Ben, you know, had never worked together before. And so just to see them all, you know, playing off each other was, uh, was really pretty amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, you and you mentioned Ben Kingsley. I'm kind of curious. Did everybody on set, because he is, you know, uh, Sir Ben Kingsley, technically, does everybody always refer to him as that, or does anyone? They do. Yeah, that's awesome. They do. I th I think that's a very underutilized thing when somebody gets knighted. You know, so not everybody always refers to them in, in the Sir. Um, but I mean, like Sir McDagger and Sir and Sir Elton John and. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, he's, he's earned it and, uh, you know, um, he's, he, and he, he carries himself, uh, you know, in, in that manner. So it makes it pretty easy. 
That's awesome. Um, and now, as great of, as a list as it is, you know, you had mentioned all the names, are there any actors you've really wanted to work with but haven't been able to? Um, the, the list is, is, is really long. I mean, there's, um, there's so many talented people out there. Um, uh, that, that, I, that I'm excited to, you know, to try and work with, um, you know, Tom Hardy, someone who I think is, is really doing incredible things right now. Um, I just saw Locke the other day, uh, and thought he was tremendous. And I think he's, um, he's exciting in, in every, you know, in every role that I, that I've seen him do. Yeah. I think he's even a little underrated. He is. I mean, there's. I, I think you know, there, there's a lot of actors, um, you know, in, in Hollywood right now who aren't, you know, aren't quite superstars yet, but they're they're certainly uh, their their acting is just, you know, is really phenomenal. So, um, yeah, th- there's a long list, you know, from from the guys you would expect, like you know, Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp and. Uh, Tom Cruise, um, but then I'm really excited about people like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and I'm actually uh, I'm going to be doing a movie with Sally Hawkins um, in the fall, um, who I'm incredibly excited about. Um, uh, Chris Cooper is someone who I've who I've always wanted to work with. Um, there's uh, there's definitely a, a, a long list. As we had mentioned earlier, being the producer of this film and obviously some of the other films that you've worked with. Uh, worked on before how exactly did you get into being a producer um you know it all sort of started with a road trip um my freshman year uh in college i took a road trip with a um with a a buddy of mine across country for 30 days and, and our first stop was in la and a friend of mine from college was actually working for a production company called alphaville at the time and we went to go visit him at the office and we you know drove onto the universal lot and it was the the first time i had been you know on a movie lot other than when i took the tour at universal studios when i was a kid um and i kind of you know for the first time saw this industry you know and and all these people on these massive sound stages you know you know working and i and i went into the to the production office and uh you know saw you know posters of you know a lot of movies i love from animal house to you know tombstone and the blues brothers and simple plan and raising arizona and and uh you know these guys jim jackson sean daniels um who my friend was interning for you know produced all these films um when i got back to uh, to college, you know, the the internet was really kind of just you know taking off, and IMDb had just sort of been created. And I started looking, you know, into my favorite films, and I found that you know one of the common threads was that um, the majority were all produced by the same you know three or four people. And so I thought I'll be you know uh, I'll be a producer. I have no idea what being a producer is, but it must be a great job. Um, <laughs> So that next summer, you know, my I asked my friend who who had that job. I said, "Hey, are you going to intern for that company? You know, again? And you know, if not, you know, would you mind making an introduction and see if, you know, they might be willing to take me on?" And um, he did. And you know, I, I was really lucky that you know, at 19 years old, I, I fell in. Um, to a group of you know of, of people um, um, that I'm still very close to today that you know were assistants at the time and I, I was their intern and they've they've gone on to be you know tremendously successful producers and and managers and people in the business that have you know kind of helped you know guide me um, along the way. Yeah, right. and I mean Landscape Entertainment just recently promoted you to partner, right? In February. Uh, that's right. So congratulations to that. I mean, you got to be doing something right then if <laughs> if you're getting promotions. That's always a good thing. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. Uh, you know, my my, my, part, my partner Bob Cooper has, has been um, has been around for uh, for a long time, and you know, he uh, ran a, a, uh, HBO Films and was uh, you know running DreamWorks for for Steven Spielberg and Columbia TriStar, and um, it's it, it's been he's been a great mentor, and uh, I, I come to work, you know, every day. Every project is different. Um, every every movie, every TV show, and uh, I just try to you know learn as much as possible and keep pushing the boulders uphill yeah cool uh well i know we're running to the end of our time uh with you tonight but usually like how or sorry usually how we like to end our interviews is with what we call our rapid fire questions basically how it's uh, going to work adam's just going to ask you a couple questions they're very simple questions they're just uh you know just some fun questions we like to ask you don't have to go into too much detail just answer with whatever the first thing that pops to your head i'll do my best <laughs> what's your favorite recreational hobby skiing skiing okay do, do you, I assume being on the West Coast, you have to travel a little bit for that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I ski at Mammoth a lot, and I spend a lot of time uh, up at, uh, at Canada uh, in at Retallic Lodge, and, and I, I, I definitely put my time in every, every winter and, and try to hit the slopes as much as possible. Okay, I was going to say, because the, the ski slopes, we're, you know, Philadelphia-based, and, and I'm about an hour from the Poconos, and I'm sure the slopes don't compare at all to up in Canada. Now, if they made a movie about your life, which actor would you want to play you? Tom Hardy. Oh, there, there you go. go. <laughs> I was going to say, you can uh, build them up and then and then uh, not use them, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, where's, your, where's your favorite place to visit? Um, Tom Hardy's house? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say um, uh, Nelson, British Columbia. Okay. Um, last one here. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, one food, one meal doesn't you know it doesn't have to be just like chicken. Uh, what would it be? Tacos. Tacos. <laughs> taco fan. I'm a big taco fan. I had I had tacos for for dinner uh, last night. Uh, uh, my wife and I we had, we have Taco Tuesday. Oh nice. <laughs> I tried to implement that one time at, a, at an old job I had. It didn't quite catch on. Um, Chicken or beef, though? I'm going to go beef. And soft or hard shell? <laughs> hard. Uh, I like soft shell. I don't, maybe it's just the hard shells we buy, but they always, every time I take the first bite, they basically just break into a thousand pieces. It's it's true. I, I do think Chipotle uh, hard tacos, uh, you know, are are, are are pretty great these days, and, and you can never go wrong with, um, with with Taco Bell. But but you're right. Uh, find finding the, the 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 right hard shell is uh, is definitely a, an ongoing pursuit. I don't know if I'm, the, if I'm there. I'm quite there yet. <laughs> they need to make like a, a hybrid one that's like hard, but not quite crispy hard. Exactly. You can uh, may, maybe that is the answer is to is to make your own tacos. <laughs> there you so. go. All right. Well, we come to the end of the interview, uh, but we definitely want to thank you for for spending a couple minutes with us tonight. Uh, we also really want to send everybody out. I'm a huge Robin Williams fan, so I know uh, for starters, I'm going to go see the movie. Uh, you, you've got both Robin Williams and Peter Dinklage. I'm huge fans of both. And Mila so. Kunis. <sighs> I can't yeah. get enough of her. <laughs> well, great, yeah. It'll be uh, it'll be in uh, theaters and select cities on Friday, and uh, available on VOD as well. And so. we we had actually real quick before we wrap up, we had talked about this uh, with another uh, couple directors that we had on with uh, a movie that was select theaters but on demand, and we we talked about how actually very convenient it is for for on demand. I mean, you had mentioned before about technology. I mean, uh, technology to for me to be able to watch a new re newly released movie 
you know, from my couch, not having to get up and, and pay all these kinds of incredible fees for different things at the movie theater is really a cool thing. And I'm, I'm glad that more movies are starting to do that. Yeah, I think you're going to start to see, you know, more and more of it. And, and uh, initially, I think, you know, a lot of people in the industry, um, you know, had a negative reaction to it. But I think that you can reach a, a much wider audience, uh, you know, uh, faster. And, and people today, you know, we live in an on-demand world. And, and people want to see, you know, new releases when they come out, you know, from the comforts of their own home and their, and their HDTVs that they, you know, spend their hard and money on. So I think that, you know, now the technology at home has, you know, has ca- caught up somewhat, you know, for, for certain kinds of movies to be just as enjoyable as you know at home as they are in the theater, you know obviously you're going to still go and see Gravity, uh, you know, in IMAX 3D and and, and pay you know uh, the price to do so. But you know for for a lot of movies, I think they can be you know enjoyed just as uh, just as uh, fully at, at home. Yeah, I mean even IMAX 3D. I, I like IMAX, and I know Ben's the same way, but neither of us like 3D, so <laughs> that's not really a selling point for us. Got it. Uh, well, we're definitely going to check out the movie, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. We're going to send all of our listeners to do the same. But, uh, Tyler, thanks for spending some time with us tonight. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, Definitely check us out, www.nextlevelradioonline.com. And until next time, we will see you around. Take care.